Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 58 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy, and I'm coming at you straight out of the closet with a few little crimes involving meth. That's right. It's about to get real methy up in this bit. I feel like Mike Tyson over here. Anyways, before we get into it, I don't ask for these often anymore. I like to just let them flow in naturally. But if you're capable of giving me a review on Apple Podcasts, could you please hop on there and do so? Things have really slowed down to a crawl. I only got one review last week and one the week before. We're sitting at 943, so close to 1,000. I feel like once I hit quadruple digits, I'll shut up about it. Maybe even forever. It's always a target I've been going for. And it's not just Apple either. I appreciate the reviews anywhere I can get them. It helps legitimize the podcast in the eyes of the people. Let's them know there's folks out there enjoying it. And you can just click five stars if you want, or just say something short like, Hey, Leroy rocks. Leroy's cool. It doesn't have to be a heartfelt message or anything. This isn't to feed my ego. I've really zoned in on my style. I'm comfortable with it. I'm a bit of a silly goose, and that's not going to change. So I really don't care about the negative comments anymore. Plus, those most likely come from sad, sad people anyways. You know? Oh, and I've also heard Spotify has the review option too. They finally got it. But don't bother looking for me over there. I removed all my content from that platform. You probably didn't hear about it on the news because Neil Young followed a few hours later. The old turd stole my thunder. Just kidding, I would never do that. I need all the listeners I can get. So please review me over there too, if that's at all possible. Okay, I think I've done enough begging for now. So let's get a couple meth jokes in. 
compliments of upjoke.com. Then we'll get on with it. Here goes. Dogs, they're the best, aren't they? I have a lab. It's a meth lab, but I guard it with pit bulls. <laughs> oh. Gotcha. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> Why shouldn't you give a meth addict laxatives? Because it's already hard enough for them to get their shit together. All right, everybody. Hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home with all your teeth. Episode number 58, that is methed up. Unfortunately, or I guess I should say fortunately, I don't have any personal stories about the use of meth. None of my friends or family that I know of are into it either. I do know it's a highly addictive drug, and sadly it has destroyed a lot of lives. Not just the users' lives, but their loved ones as well. And I'm not here to poke fun at that aspect of it. But you gotta admit, when meth is involved... There's no coincidence that some crazy shit goes down. We're not going to go too deep into the crazy world of meth. Just kind of dip our toes in it, so to speak. So what do you say? Let's throw on some rubber boots and go wading through the shit, shall we? Okay. Our first story takes us to Bend, which is a small city in the state of Oregon with a population of about 94,000 people. Bend runs along the Deschutes River. It really is beautiful. Breathtaking scenery, mountains, many hiking trails, breweries, coffee shops. A fantastic place to live. I believe Bend is the home of the last blockbuster as well. Love that. Still hanging on, baby. As you can see, Bend's got a little bit of everything. And unfortunately, that also includes crime. NeighborhoodScout.com gives Bend a 23 on the crime index, meaning it's safer than only 23% of U.S. cities. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime are 1 in 51. We're not dealing with property crime here. Heck, the man we're about to meet isn't guilty of much besides having a good time. Well, there were the drugs and the resisting, um, well, let's just get into it. You'll see. Things start off pretty normal. It's a brisk, sunny day. The date is November 8th, 2019. It's around 3 p.m., and our boy William Thomas Matthias is getting some fresh air. He's out for an afternoon jog. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Get that heart pumping. The problem is, William is naked. Unless you want to count the sandals he's wearing on his feet, or the big smile he's got plastered on his face. This man's high on life. And meth. Let's not forget the meth. William is turning heads as he jogs down a busy street. He's waving at confused drivers and frightened pedestrians. It really is quite a sight to take in. It didn't take long for police to get alerted of this strange scene unfolding. 
and William's unusual meth head of exercise. They spot him and throw on the sirens and get ready to make a quick arrest. But guess what? William decides he is not going to make it easy for them. Ain't nothing going to break his stride. Nobody going to slow him down. Oh no. He gots to keep on moving. There's footage from a man's cell phone who recorded it, and the scene is hilarious. He's dodging cop cars and even the police themselves who are trying to tackle him. Here's a quote from prosecutor Cliff Liu describing how the scene went down. Quote, This obviously caused some alarm drivers. Cars came to a stop at angles in the street. Officers attempted to get hold of him. He broke free and ran away. One officer fell to the ground and suffered a slight injury as they were trying to catch him. End quote. Imagine trying to tackle a sweaty, greased-up, naked jogger high on meth. I imagine that would be pretty difficult. When police were finally able to subdue William and get him into custody, Prosecutor Lou said his explanation for what he was doing didn't make a whole lot of sense. Quote, He said that he was running to the parole and probation office to tell them to fuck off. End quote. Okay. While William was running, he was yelling to the officers that he'd meet them there. I don't think that was his intention originally, to run to his probation office naked. But once the cops started chasing him, plans change. The guy was high. He wasn't thinking straight, so we should probably cut him a little bit of slack. William was already on probation, stemming from an incident where he broke the taillight of a city vehicle in the summer. He was charged with criminal mischief, but before that little hiccup, he had no criminal record to speak of. Here's what William himself had to say to the judge later on in court. Once he was sober, he seemed a little less enthusiastic and ready to get some help. Quote, I've used meth on and off since I was 15, and I'm 27 now, and I've never been charged with a drug-related offense. I readily admitted to meth to police because I think treatment would be helpful for me. I think treatment would save me from running down the street naked and other things I've done. I'm sincerely sorry for what I've done. End quote. Aw, how can you not like this guy? I feel for him. William pled guilty to two counts of second-degree disorderly conduct and one count of resisting arrest. Judge Walter R. Miller didn't punish him too harshly, all things considered, but William did end up having to serve 60 days in jail and one year of probation. I mean, they had to give him something for causing such a scene. Embarrassing officers and all that. There's hope for this guy. He's not too far gone, and I sincerely hope he's getting the help he needs to kick that nasty habit. Meth is one hell of a drug. Makes you do some strange things. That's why cops are pretty gung-ho about getting defenders off the streets. Sometimes they may be a little too aggressive in this approach, as we're about to find out in story number duh. Let's travel back to December 11th of 2015, and we're going to go to Orlando, Florida. Orlando is home to Universal and Disney World. I'm interested to hear about their crime rate, because my wife and I are probably taking the kids there this summer to check out Disney World and hang out. I've never been, so it should be fun. According to our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com, Orlando gets a 5 on the crime index, meaning it's only safer than 5% of U.S. cities? Oh dear, not what I wanted to hear. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime are 1 in 27. Damn, I'll be sure to hang on to my fanny pack extra tight. Those numbers are no joke. Anywho... It's December 2015. We join Daniel Rushing and a couple of his friends. Daniel's 64 years of age and a solid dude. No criminal record to speak of. 
he drops off the first friend who has cancer at their chemotherapy session. And the other friend, a lady from church, he gives her a ride to work. She's employed at the local 7-Eleven. What a nice, wholesome guy. After he does this, he starts heading home, and that's when he spots those flashing lights in his rearview mirror. The cops have pulled him over for going 42 miles per hour in a 30 zone. Fair enough. Daniel has a pistol in his vehicle, but it's legit. He has his concealed weapons permit. Officer Shelby Riggs Hopkins is checking his license, registration and all that, and gets him to step out of his vehicle for her own safety, because of the weapon, I suppose. Backup is there for the officer. There's four of them. I guess they are bored. This is a very routine traffic stop. Anyway, they ask if they can search his vehicle, and Daniel agrees. After all, he's got nothing to hide. A few minutes later, Officer Shelby approaches Daniel with a stern look and says, quote, You want to tell me about what we found? Daniel's all like, there's nothing to find. Officer Shelby disagrees. During the search, they found some white flaky crystals on the floorboards of the vehicle. And those crystals, after being tested by a cheap-ass field testing kit, came back positive for methamphetamines. Yikes. Daniel was in shock. He's never even tried a cigarette before, let alone crystal meth. He tells the officer, quote, Oh, that's glaze from a Krispy Kreme donut. I get one every other Wednesday. End quote. This poor guy doesn't touch drugs, doesn't smoke. He was just helping out his friends. And one of his only indulgences are a damn Krispy Kreme donut. Not even every week. He does this every other week. Unreal. And now he's being accused of being high on meth. The cops don't believe him, and Daniel is arrested for possession of methamphetamine while armed with a weapon. When Daniel arrives at the jail, he gets his one phone call and rings his wife at the house. Imagine her shock. Daniel said, quote, It was funny, because I called my wife to tell her what had happened, and the guy next to me waiting for the phone started to laugh. He said, This is crazy. I think you got a real good lawsuit here. End quote. Damn right he does. Daniel spent almost 12 hours in jail before he was finally released on bail. As for the charges, they were eventually dropped after the delicious evidence was sent to another lab for more detailed testing. Results came back negative for a controlled substance. The problem with these test kits officers use, they're cheap and often inaccurate. This NIK kit they use, for example, cost 18 bucks for 10 of them. ProPublica conducted an investigation, and their findings were pretty interesting. Quote, When we examined the department's records, they showed that officers, faced with somewhat ambiguous directions on the pouches, had simply misunderstood which colors indicated a positive result. End quote. It's a complicated process, very easy to mess up, especially without proper training. This particular lab in Florida, according to data, only had a 21% accuracy rating when testing for methamphetamines. I'm not an investigator or anything like that, but apparently field kits they use for drug testing can be terribly inaccurate. There are so many factors to consider. In this article by NPR.org, they said ProPublica did another investigation with the New York Times in 2016, and they found out thousands of people are jailed every year from the use of testing kits, and a good portion of them are false positives. Here's what they said, quote, some tests use a single tube of a chemical called cobalt thiocyanate, which turns blue when it is exposed to cocaine. 
but cobalt thiocyanate also turns blue when it is exposed to more than 80 other compounds, including methadone, certain acne medications, and several common household cleaners. Other tests use three tubes, which the officer can break in a specific order to rule out everything but the drug in question. But if the officer breaks the tubes in the wrong order, that too can invalidate the results. The environment can also present problems. Cold weather slows the color development, heat speeds it up, or sometimes prevents a color reaction from taking place at all. End quote. Back to Daniel Rushing, he ended up filing a lawsuit against the city of Orlando, and he won. In October 2017, almost two years later, he was rewarded $37,500. Not too shabby. Officer Shelby was reprimanded for messing up the test. This also led to the Orlando PD retraining more than 700 officers on how to properly use these testing kits. Probably a good idea. This is a tough one, though. I'm sure it's easy enough in training using these kits, but being out there on the street, it's a whole different matter. You got someone in custody, and I'm sure there's more pressure, and it's difficult. A lot of the times, it's obvious when someone's high, but in cases like Daniel's, that's scary that you can go to jail that easily for something you didn't do. The only thing Daniel was guilty of was having a sweet tooth. He told the Krispy Kreme he frequents about what went down and how they were going to get some free publicity. He says now they recognize him when he comes into the store, and sometimes he even gets a free donut. He joked that he makes sure not to eat them in his car, though. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, that was an interesting one. We are down to our last story. And this man is 100% on meth. No question about it here. Let's travel to Tempe, which is a city in Arizona, just east of Phoenix. It has a population of about 180,000 people. Let's check in with NeighborhoodScout.com once more to find out what they got going on for crime. A 4 on the crime index. So Tempe is only safer than 4% of U.S. cities. Wow, this is our worst place yet, crime-wise. Chances of becoming a victim of property crime are 1 in 24. Hey, but at least it's hot over there. Which may not be a good thing, because we got another naked man on our hands. What is the deal with meth and getting naked? Why'd I choose another story about a naked man when there were hundreds of other ones to choose from? Maybe that's the better question I should be asking myself. I think it's because I like this guy's mugshot. But let's not get ahead of ourselves here. It's the 4th of July, 2017, baby. And we have a few gentlemen who were perhaps partying a little too hard. It's 10 p.m. and two men drop off their buddy, 49-year-old Robert Canoff, at a Walmart, naked. Their reasoning? Because they thought it would be funny. Robert casually strolls around the Walmart, high as hell, and he also has some meth on him. It's in his hand, I'm assuming, because clearly he doesn't have any pockets. Police obviously are called, and when they get to the scene, Robert has made his way across the street. He's easy to spot, wearing nothing but a pair of running shoes. There's more to his appearance, though, that makes him stand out. He's a big guy, scary looking, and he's got golden glitter all over his face and dark blue makeup on his lips and eyes. It's quite the sight. There's not really uh, much to this story. Robert is detained without incident. He admits to being high on meth, and he's taken into custody. We find out afterwards from court documents that Robert had been charged in January of 2016 for drug possession. Sadly, one week before this Walmart incident took place, he had just finished a court-mandated drug program. Guess he was out celebrating with the boys. Robert got hit with some serious charges here. The police were not messing around. 
They hit him with indecent exposure, public sexual indecency, disorderly conduct, and possession of a dangerous drug. Robert's mugshot is beautiful. He's real sweaty, confused. Looks like gold dust, if you're familiar with that wrestler. The golden glitter and makeup. It's kind of cool, actually. Something was written across his forehead in the dark makeup. It's been smudged from all the sweat, but it looks like it says creepy. I can definitely make it the C-R-E-E part. It's crazy how our happy jogger got lesser charges, even though he was resisting arrest and making a scene. This Robert character looks much more menacing. I guess you really can judge a book by its cover. And a friendly smile can go a long way. Maybe the fact that there were a lot more people around. The guy was in a Walmart for crying out loud. And maybe that was what factored in. I still feel like these charges were a bit extreme, though. No word on if Robert's so-called friends got arrested, too. But man, those guys really screwed him over. He was so messed up, but could have just slept it off somewhere. But these dummies, they got him naked, put makeup on him, and dropped him off at a crowded Walmart. What did they think was going to happen? Man, I hope they get what's coming to them. Uh, let's check out a couple comments from the Daily Mail article and see what the people think of Mr. Robert Canoff. Snaggletooth says, It's not uncommon to see men walking around naked in San Francisco. These days, a small sock over the dangly bits is enough to keep from getting arrested. Unfortunately, these men have exactly the kind of nude bodies that nobody wants to see, and the larger population regards it as quite offensive and unnecessary. Okay, Snaggletooth, I see what you're getting at, but this ain't San Francisco, and this guy isn't on a beach either. But yeah, I bet if he was wearing a thong or something, or even had the slightest bit of fabric on his body, that may have caused Robert from all those charges. Uh, after that comment, we got a bunch of people saying rude things about the mug shot. I won't get into that. All right, let me read this one. Miss Girl M says, Nasty drug. Why in the world anyone would enjoy feeling strung out and wired is beyond me. End quote. Well, I'm fortunate enough to have never experienced that kind of high the one you get off meth and other hard drugs. Must be a damn good one, though. To burn bridges and destroy relationships, to lie, cheat, and steal, to get your hands on another fix, to embarrass yourself, to get arrested, to go through all that treatment, and to still just wind up coming back for more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 58. That is Methed Up. I hope you enjoyed this latest offering. Meth is a drug that pops up in some of these stories from time to time, but it was nice to give it its own episode. Maybe I'll do that with some other drugs like 
alcohol, weed, stuff like that in the future. I like covering a few silly little crimes on the same topic. It's fun. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. This story comes in from an illegal light named Marcus. And he says, hey, Leroy. I have a story from back in my youth that happened at the good old 7-Eleven. This was a family affair. I was nine and my sister was 12. This is actually quite creepy looking back, but I was a greedy kid and didn't think much of it at the time. My sister would flirt with the cashier for a few minutes each day, just chatting, giggling, and twirling her hair, blowing bubblegum. This distracted the creep behind the counter, who couldn't have been a day under 25. Nothing ever happened between them, besides the harmless flirting, but this guy was mesmerized by my big sis. While he looked into her eyes and likely down her top, that's when I made my move. I ducked down and started filling my backpack with goodies. Fun dip, sour keys, Skittles, chocolate bars, you name it. And into my knapsack it went. Once it started to get too heavy to carry, I'd zip it up, grab 50 cents worth of candy, pay for it, then we'd hightail it out of there and split our bounty. Oh, that's awesome. This went on for a good three or four months until one day the employee was gone. Just like that. Guess he must have quit or something. Oh, well, nothing lasts forever, but I got to admit, we had a good run. Love the show, Leroy. I'd say it's the most underrated true crime podcast out there. Stick with it, and I see big things in your future. Marcus. Well, damn. Thanks for those kind words, Marcus. I appreciate that. Got to admit, I'd rather be an overrated megastar than an underrated nobody. You know what? It's going to be my new goal, to get so popular I have people telling me how overrated I am. Yep, that's the dream. But Marcus, I love the teamwork between siblings here. Your sister working her charm on the lonely 7-Eleven clerk while you rob him blind. I was worried things were going to take a sinister turn with your sister and the 7-Eleven schmuck. I'm glad he left before things got a chance to escalate into creepier territory. If you have a softcore crime story you'd like to share... Send it to excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com. And like our friend Marcus here, you too could have your story played on the air. Patreon shoutouts. So can I have your attention please as I induct the next members into the elite group known as the Neighborhood Watch. Ruth L. and Kate B. Let's sound the air horns to make it official. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining the squad. I appreciate you so much. If you'd like to help me realize my dreams of becoming a full-time podcaster and get some kick-ass bonus content in return, then come sign up at patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. There's a link in the show notes. All right, before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you for a brand new true crime podcast called Private Dicks. I listened to the first episode and it was great. Listen as the dicks solve true crime stories that up until this point seemed unsolvable. Their promo is amazing and you will hear it from the dicks themselves in a moment. As for myself, come meet me back here in 10 days and I'll serve you up another hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace!
All right, take it away, dicks. Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah, easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.